Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. So here's a related question we were talking about in the last half hour. Can a convicted criminal bring something to the table when it comes to to talking about the problem uh, of that particular crime, talking about the kinds of circumstances that can lead someone to commit that kind of a crime. And for this, let me play for you. This is a young woman by the name of Tina Adams speaking outside of courts last month, talking about the impact on her life as a result of a convicted drunk driver. I've undergone 19 surgeries, and I live through pain and suffering every single day. And it's something that my career to be a police officer got taken away from me. So it's had a considerable impact on her life and may never be the same as a result. So this individual needs to be held accountable for his crimes. Initially, uh, Jordan Taylor's his name had pleaded not guilty to those charges, but uh, that changed, and he has now pleaded guilty to these charges. Uh, so he has a debt to pay to society. But can he be a part of a solution going forward? Can convicted drunk drivers help combat the problem of drunk driving to share their story so people don't make the same mistakes? Well, that's exactly what Tina Adams is hoping for. And she's wrote a really interesting piece this week about why she believes it's important, not just for this individual to, to share his story, but for the two of them to share their stories together. Joining us on the line is Tina Adams, uh, impaired driving uh, activist, now obviously a victim as well. Tina, thank you so much for joining us here today. Hi. Uh, this was uh, 2015 when, when this occurred, right? That's right. Three and a half years ago. Uh, you were jogging. You were struck by by a vehicle. That's right. He was driving over 100 kilometers an hour in a 40 zone. Wow. And you and you survived that. Obviously, uh, you suffered, as you you know said in the clip, 19 surgeries. These were life threatening injuries, weren't they? That's right. I had I had many many injuries. And you're still feeling the impacts of all of that today, then. That's correct. I have a chronic pain. I'm still taking medication to this day. Um, I'll most likely have to take medication for the rest of my life to try and control the pain. Now, you tried to take some positive out of all of this, that, that you made the decision that you were going to be very active, very vocal about this issue. And, and since then, you've been speaking at, at schools, colleges, etc., right? That's right. I have a story. And this story must be must be shared with the world. Um, I know it has a major impact on students. I see their faces when I'm speaking, and I get messages all the time like, Tino, thank you for sharing that. I stopped somebody today from getting in their car, and it just it makes me really happy that I could do it, make a difference. 
Now, for Jordan Taylor, who uh, was charged with what happened initially, was pleading guilty to these charges, not only has he accepted responsibility, he's pleaded guilty, but he also apologized to you, didn't he? Yes, he did. Was that something you were looking for? Was was that meaningful to you? Um, well, it's one thing to apologize in front of the judge. Um, like, he read a paper in front of the judge, and people ask me, do you think he's sincere? Well, I'm hoping he is sincere. And like I said, it's one thing to apologize in front of the judge, but his actions will determine whether or not he really is sincere. Uh, so what is he facing in terms of a, a jail sentence? Eight months, but he will get out. He It's possible that he could get out before. So you made a specific request to the judge. T- tell us about that. Um, well, on January 9th, 2019, at the beginning of the month, last month, um, it was his sentencing. And... I started by showing a video to the judge. I made a video specifically for him um, of all my injuries of when I was in the intensive care. There was pictures of the car that hit me. Um, So there was a lot of things. And even I cried while watching the video again. And there was a lot of tears in that courtroom. And the judge, he did not stop watching the video. He watched a whole nine minutes. Um, I then went, went up to speak to the judge about all my injuries, the how my life has completely got turned around, um, how I might never be able to have a child, um, how my career as a police officer got completely destroyed, and I spoke to him about all my injuries in detail. And afterwards, Jordan came up and he apologized while reading a paper. And then afterwards, I got up once I heard his apology, and I asked if I could say a request, which was, I explained I go in schools, I I speak about impaired driving and the consequence that it had on my life, and how it's. I would like Jordan to join me in my speakings, and I think I took the entire courtroom by surprise, including yeah. my my father who was there. So you wanted this to be a, a condition of his probation, that, that he has to do this? That's right. After his sentencing, that in his probation, he comes with me in school. Well, even after his probation, like, mm-hmm. it, I would really like that. But when I mentioned this, I was kind of, it's unknown, right? I'm not sure. I don't know how it's going to be in the future. How are the students going to react with having him there with me? But I believe it will have a big impact on the students. Not only that my life has completely changed, but so did his. His family, um, they're very well known in Hudson. Um, his family must have been affected by this, right? He has his mm-hmm. story and I have mine. So the judge agreed to this. He, he's now, he'll be required to do at least 10 of these conferences, yes. these events. The judge, um, actually, he had to think for, he says he... On January 9th, he decided not to do the sentencing right away. He said, I'll do it in three weeks. And just last week, he was sentenced to eight months in jail. And afterwards, he has a 15-month probation that where he can't drive or anything. And he has to do, within those 15 months, he has to do 10 conferences in schools, whether it's with me or without. 
and and you're prepared to share a stage with him, and I'm sure that that'd be difficult for you to to see him, to be in proximity with him. But you, you believe it's important. I believe so. And before we share the stage together, I'm going to have to get in touch with him so we could plan, like, so I could see exactly what will he be saying in front of the students, right? So I have to, yeah. But I'm if if we could make a difference, if. I'm already making a difference, but if he could help me to raise awareness on this, then I'm all for that. Yeah, and, and I think if, if he approaches it, you know, with sincerity, I, I think it can be, you know, it can have a positive impact uh, that this is somebody who made a horrible decision, who's impacted uh, somebody's life for, forever. He's got to live with this. His life has changed. He's got a criminal record. Uh, that, that, you know, people can learn from that and, and maybe hopefully not make those, those same mistakes. That's right. He has to live with the guilt of everything he has done to me. And later on, if one day he has a child, he's going to have to tell that to the to his children. I ruined a young girl's life. So this will stay for, with him forever. Yeah, well, this is really unique. So he's got the, the time to serve in jail before all of this happens. So perhaps maybe even later this year, early next year, you anticipate? Yes, that's right. I would think around September, October. That's when everything's going to start with him. Yeah. Well, it's certainly pretty courageous uh, on your part, and, and hopefully some, some further good can come of, of all of this in addition to all the work you've been doing. We'll let you know people can find you on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash Tina Adams Speaks Out. And that's certainly you've been doing a lot of that, and we applaud you for it. Tina, thank you so much for joining us here today, and, and all the best to you. Thank you so much. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.